I'm Alan Lytle for 91.3 WUKY, Lexington's NPR news station, where it is time once again for our award-winning history series, Saving Stories, with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. It's Women's History Month, and today we are talking about the only woman who has ever been elected governor of the state of Kentucky, and that would be Martha Lane Collins. Martha Lane Collins had a rapid rise in Kentucky politics. After working on several political campaigns, serving as the clerk for the Kentucky Court of Appeals, in 1979 she was elected lieutenant governor of Kentucky under Governor John Y. Brown. But in 1983, Martha Lane Collins defeated Jim Bunning and was elected Kentucky's governor. Collins had several major accomplishments as governor, including educational reform, but the thing that stands out the most to me is she was instrumental in bringing Toyota to Georgetown, Kentucky which has really been transformational to this region. The first vehicle rolled off production line in 1988, just a few months after she left office. And in this 1992 interview, Collins recalls what it took to seal the deal with Toyota. Well, you know, when I became governor, I asked my um, commerce secretary to do a study because I was eager. I wanted to bring jobs to Kentucky. And, you know, there are a lot of doors out there to go knocking on, and you don't know quite where to start. So I asked him to do a study of the type of of businesses we should look for. So the study came back and said, well, uh, Kentucky is very well located for automotive parts or automotive business because Nissan was in Tennessee, Honda was already here, and, and of course, Detroit with all of the General Motors. And so they thought that if, you know, a company came, it'd be kind of in the middle, and because of I-75 and I-65, we're quarters right in, in, you know, between the north and the south, and that that would be ideal. So we started looking at companies that might be interested. I started calling on Toyota before Toyota ever said that they were going to build a company in North America. And I would go over and just introduce myself and say, you know, um, we we just like for you to know that if you ever decide to come to the United States, we'd like for you to consider Kentucky. And so every time I'd go to Japan, I'd call on Toyota. Finally, they made the announcement that they were going to come to North America. And then that's when it really got competitive because we competed with about 20 states, 20 different states were trying to get Toyota. And we, we were just very persistent and... Uh, you know, in a proper way, we uh, we provided them with the information they wanted about the state. We were very cooperative. We drove pretty tough bargains and said, you know, we can do this, but you have to do this. And they'd ask for something, and we'd say, no, we can't do this. And so as a result, we were successful, but it took a lot of people helping. And to this day, Toyota is still a major employer in the state of Kentucky. Absolutely. Nearly 10,000 employees. At the time of this interview, Collins was serving as the president of St. Catherine's College, so she returned to education. She began her career as a school teacher, and she takes a moment in this interview to directly connect education with economic development. And starting as a classroom teacher, and when I became governor, um, you know, you have lots of priorities, a lot of things you want to do during your term, but when I'd sit down and think about it, education always came back as the first thing you have to start with. It's the key. Um, that's one thing no one can take away from you. Uh, that's what you have to have in order to have people work, in order to get revenues, in order to provide libraries and cultural centers and roads and health care and everything is revenue. And it goes back, again, to education. Since serving as governor, Martha Lane Collins has not conducted many oral history interviews. But in this interview, she reflects on her legacy. 
I feel like I made an impact. I feel like I did some good things, not just Marmalade Collins, but the teams that we put together. We made an impact in education. We did a lot of things about bringing jobs. Uh, I hope that we help people in Kentucky feel good about themselves, that, that we can compete and we can win, and we shouldn't think badly of ourselves. We are smart. We are capable, and we can compete. You see, when, when I was governor of Kentucky, uh, I didn't really think of myself as a woman governor. I thought of myself as the governor, and I had to make the decisions and do the leadership that a male would have to do or whatever. I wanted to be a good governor for the Commonwealth, but I'm also going to be a good governor for women because now the doors of the, of the governor's office in Kentucky are open to a woman. They'll never be closed again. There's, that's always a possibility now, and so it's important that I be successful. Definitely a true trailblazer. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the U.K. Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.